When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for three daily baseball content. I am LJ LaFura. Alongside me, I've got Brandon Karam, and we are a Belly Up Sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon, how are you? LJ, I'm good. Uh, nice to reconvene with you for this last little stretch of the season here. We have quite a bit to get to on today's show. We're going to first talk through the Gold Glove Awards, which were just announced minutes ago before we started recording. Um, and then we have three different manager moves that we need to talk about that we had not gotten to yet. Um, but let's just start. Um, LJ, you want to start AL or NL first? Let's start with the NL. Most important National, first. National League. Um, at catcher, JT Real Muto um, from the Philadelphia Phillies. No surprise there. Oh yeah, no. Um, there's no one else des- that deserving of the award. You got guys in here who did have granted good years. Um, namely, uh, Tomas Nito was great, but this is JT Real Mundo's award. I side there. First base, Christian Walker. Um, we talked about him on a few episodes ago. Just how good he's been at first base this year, and well deserving of that sorry you cut out there i did not catch anything you said 
That's because I didn't say anything because you cut out as well. Christian um, Walker, first base for the Diamondbacks. Very good at baseball, yes. Okay. Christian Walker's good at baseball. Moving over to second base, though, here's where we get interesting. Yes, Brendan Rodgers of the Rockies. LJ, your uh, thoughts? Look, Brendan Rodgers was good. We are also sitting here talking about the same position that houses Tommy Edmond at a regular basis. He feels like the natural step here. Um, honestly, I wouldn't have really, I wouldn't have looked too far else. I wouldn't have looked all that closely at Brendan Rodgers, just because I know how good, comfortable, good and comfortable I was with Tommy Edmond. You look at, you know, being a past winner, you know, playing more, more innings total, but uh, more innings at shortstop this year, but still. Either way, this is a great, great player that you had. I didn't think Brendan Rodgers needed that that heavy a look, and it seems like they went way too heavy into that Brendan Rodgers look. On to shortstop. Well, actually, we'll do this. third base. We'll do Thank third you. base. Um, real no surprise at third base and shortstop, so we might as well just group them together. Nolan Arenado wins his, what is it, 10th in a row. And yes. Dancy Swanson, much That's straight in 10 seasons, which again, yeah, uh, it just in, in, absolutely incredible. Um, one it has won it literally every single year, and then uh, Dansby Swanson, who LJ uh said should get the platinum glove, actually. So I'm assuming you're okay with, with the both of these. I'm very much okay with these. Um, Again, this is territory not as much for um, Dansby, although Dansby's been great consistently throughout his career defensively. Um, this is an elite, like, S-tier type season for Dansby Swanson. But Nolan Arenado, honestly, as far as I'm concerned, Brandon, you can call me out if you don't think this is right. Nolan Arenado doesn't have to do another thing to get into the Hall of Fame. I'm happy with him right now. I'm happy with this man at 31 years old going to the Hall of Fame because I don't care that he hasn't gotten any of the hits, uh, the offensive thresholds yet. I don't care that he's only at 52 war when I believe the war threshold for third baseman currently is around 68 for the average. He has not not reached that yet. But what I'm looking at is I'm looking at a guy who has been a – Five-time Platinum Glover, and now 10 Gold Gloves. He has had the Gold Glove every year he has been in the league. There has not been another NL Gold Glover at third base since 2013. How crazy is that? There are, and we're now getting into, we're getting into territory now where there are baseball fans that have never lived, not just not remember, because I don't really remember a world where Nolan Arenado wasn't the Gold Glover in the NL. But there are base people who will call themselves baseball fans who follow the game, kids who follow the game very closely that have never been alive when Nolan Arenado was not the reigning gold glover for the National League. Just I, I'm still trying. I keep I keep repeating it because I'm trying to understand what I'm saying. But that that again, right there is 
should be enough to tell you the truth about this guy, how legitimately he is a stud. And the defense alone could have gotten him here. You could you could have had him with a career 250 bat, batting average and um, 40 war right now instead of 50. And I would have said the same thing because this is legendary type production you've gotten out of Nolan Arenado. All right, across the outfield, Ian Happ in left, Trent Grisham in center, Mookie Betts in right field. Uh, where where do where do we want to go with this, LJ? Um, we can start with the fact that the best player did not win in center field. Oh, that's, uh... that's because the best player hasn't was not nominated. But um, that's just my own bias. Um. I won't get into rants that I've already made. If you want to hear my honest takes on the center field class and the lack of Mike Harris in this group, um, listen to our gold glove finalist show, or, or it was the gold gloves and silver sluggers. Cause we went through yep. the A on a separate show. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to get into that again, but again, I would have, I would have very strongly considered him. I cannot fathom how he was not one of the top three choices. Well, Trent Grisham gets a gold glove on his 26th birthday today. Uh, led all center. He's only 26. Only 26. Led all center. Led all center fielders in outs above average this year by pretty wide margin. Um, I think he was pretty deserving. Um, I mean, there is a case for Michael Harris given the amount of games that he played compared to Trent Grisham, but. What a bounce back for Trent Grisham, who, you know, has that huge infamous error with the Brewers back in the 2019 wild card game, or was that the DS, whatever it was, huge error um, that basically sends the Nationals past um, into the CS. And of course, they go on to win the World Series and for him to bounce back um, like this. It's a nice story. Mookie Betts in right field. Um, he continues his dominance once again. Um, you know, now this is six gold gloves for bets. Um, I think that as of right now, Mookie Betts has done enough to get in the Hall of Fame. If you want to make the case for Arenado, um, Betts also has the MVP in there. Six gold gloves, a 56.4 war, according to baseball reference. Um, he he's well on his way to get into the Hall of Fame as well. Um and then in left field Ian Happ. Um Ian Happapa. You know, I'm not super surprised by this because it was a fairly weak left field in the National League. So don't really have much comment. Um yeah this is a uh Generally, this is the right decisions. As pissy I am about the nominations, um, I can't doubt this group. But going into those last two spots, we get one more, one more, I think, lock here and another absolute guy getting hosed here. Um, with the pitcher, we have Max Freed. I don't think we need to talk much more about that. This guy's legit. He's won the last two. He wins the third. And... I wouldn't have given it to anyone else. 
Yeah, I have no insight on the pitcher gold glove. For uh, 42 defensive chances over 185 and a third innings, only one error. Yeah, sure. But enough. at the utility position, we have the Cardinals, Brendan Donovan. Brendan, where are you thinking right now? What are you thinking right now? Send us into your mind. So, I mean, I like Brandon Donovan. He's definitely, like, deserving of getting it somehow. But, like, no top, like, I I have to now say the sentence, Tommy Edmond did not win a gold glove. How? How is that possible, LJ? The guy in the 100th percentile of outs above average. Did not win a gold glove. The guy with the most defensive war, according to baseballreference.com, did not win a gold glove. It's, I would love to know another reason why all ballots should, that should be a part of the conversation because aren't these awards, yes, they're about the players, but it's more about content creation than anything. And so you're taking away content from yourself by getting rid of or not having all of these ballots be public, not having all of these guys release who they voted for. As I said with the Hall of Fame, and I say with I will say with every award, if you vote on an award, you should be required to put out, whether it's a press release, a YouTube video, I don't care, some form of media explaining each of your decisions, why each person got it. You might put it out something that other people would think is absolute bs but if it's what you believe in if it's your rationale as long as there's some form of rationale behind it i'm okay with it but i want to see that i want to be able to discuss and debate that on a show like this or a show any of the shows on mlb network mlb tonight or um first take needs to be able to talk about these decisions and the rationale that some of these guys have because i don't understand how we get to this point the two Brendans, I don't think either of them deserve this. And it's really a shame that this is going to... And what what's further a shame is this is going to be such a undeservedly disappointing award season for Tommy Edmund. Because I don't think that he was nominated for one more Silver Slugger, right? Yeah. Or two. I can't remember. Um, But either way... Look, there's a good chance he doesn't win anything there, or maybe hopefully he wins one. There's a good chance there. And then you look at the MVP. This is a guy who definitely deserves to be on ballots, but he's not going to be nearly as high as you think think he would with his stats. He's not going to be as high as you'd like him to be. Why? Because he has two guys that are definitely better than him on his own team, and that will suppress his votes so, so much, suppress his spot on these ballots so greatly it's it's just a tough situation for him to be in well moving on to the american league and boy do i have some thoughts here um we'll start at catcher jose trevino of the yankees very happy for my man jose um one of the best framers all year completely turned around the yankees pitching staff um you know, who would have thought if you would have told me last year around this time the Yankees would have a gold glove uh, catcher in 2022? I, I don't know. I, I would have been so confused. Um, I'd be like, who? Like, who did we possibly trade for? 
that is not Gary Sanchez. Um, 100th percentile in framing. Um, dude was a pleasure to watch all season. Yeah, I I came around to this decision the more I looked at the stats, the more I looked at the numbers. This is 100%. They got this one right. I feel very comfortable with the fact that they got this one right. Um, I'm looking through these for the first time, admittedly. Yeah, okay. But, Let's jump on. Um, to... we're, we're, we can keep going because we're going to get to where I'm um, going to get a little unhappy soon. Very soon. I'm actually extremely unhappy about, about this next one. Um, I don't... First base in the American League has been given to Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who with a negative four outs above average, a let me do a little cross. Remember, we we looked at it in Vladdy's uh, DRS is like one of the best in the league. Okay, um, this is a negative 15.4 defensive runs above average. Significantly impacting his total war. Um, he has won Gold Glove in the American League at first base over, you know, whether it's Josh Naylor, Ryan Mountcastle, G Man Choi, Luis Arias, um, who I know was nominated. I, I am, I mean. He's he's a good hitter, so let's just give him the gold glove. I think that's a little unfair. Negative um, negative war if on on a defense and on both of the main sites, baseball reference and fan graphs. Leader leader of DRS. I mean, it, we cannot call this without merit, and I don't think any of the award finalists at this position are all that impressive. Like there is, I understand I understand you as a Yankees fan, but looking at the subject like from the outside, there I can get I can get behind none of these guys. And it's not that there's somebody better that got left off this list. It's this was such a terrible year for this award, especially in the American League. Like the National League, we didn't even have to talk about it because it was a no-brainer that Christian Walker was gonna get that award. But on this side, there's no one that I that really stands out to me among these three. There's no one stands out to me that didn't get on this list. I would scr- I struggle. I'm okay with Vladdy getting this because I struggle to get on my soapbox and speak confidently to Luis Arias. I struggle to get on my soapbox and speak confidently to Anthony Rizzo. That's not because they're not good defensive players, because they are. They're great defensive players for first base. But they didn't do anything that impressive. I think it was such an even year. That's what put him in. That's what put him over the edge. I don't have a problem with Vladdy. Where I have my problem is upcoming. Yeah, this is... This the, is the worst of the day, easily. This, this next one is, is absolutely terrible. Second base, they give it to Andres Jimenez, who was very good. I'm not going to discredit anything that he did this year because he was great in the field and will be on my MVP ballot for sure. But Jonathan Scope led the entire league in outs above average with 27. We had been talking him up the whole year about how good his defense was. 
and he somehow doesn't get the gold glove, LJ? Um, it makes no sense to me here. I don't I don't understand how anyone could look at the two of them and say they're any anywhere close. And you know me, I've been I was the first yeah, I was the first of the two of us to give Andres Menes his credit. I was the first one to get on this bandwagon about how they turned it around, and he's a terrific player. I would call myself an Andres Menes supporter, but I can't get behind this. Like, how do you look at this guy who we were while we both ended up without argument siding with Dansby Swanson to be our platinum glove support? We we you could tell both of us were struggling not to pick Jonathan Scope. Like we ultimately got to the same conclusion that we had to pick Dansby, but this was a genuine fight for the platinum glove. That usually, usually, unless it's a battle between two guys at the same position, which doesn't happen all that often, it should signal that both guys are going to get the gold glove. The wrong man won this year. He had more than double the outs above average of Andres Jimenez. Um, you know, unfortunately, they 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 use offensive stats to evaluate the gold glove is the only way I can see it here because Scope was one of the worst hitters in the league this year. Um, well, look at the on MLB.com, their article on this. Look at the first sentence of what they wrote about him winning this award. Jimenez enjoyed a breakout season at the plate in 2022. Posting a, I don't need to keep going because honestly, up until the first bit of punctuation was all you needed to see. Unbelievable. Uh, I'm shocked at this, LJ. Um, it just, it doesn't, make any, it, it doesn't make any sense. People, even like baseball reference, fan graphs, baseball savant all agree that Jonathan Scope was clearly the best. Um, Never. I don't know. And I also, here's what bugs me. I think Major League Baseball is also marketing this to the wrong people because the people who are not into baseball don't care about defense. Like, they don't know what they're looking for. I, I, I'll be honest. Like, the non-baseball fan is a little, is naturally a little dumb with that stuff because you know what they, you don't you don't understand that you don't get to see how hard those plays are you're really more looking for the highlights when you first start watching a sport then you get into the more technical that's how i've at least always enjoyed sports is i can't invest myself in the technical until i fall in love with the sport how do you fall in love with the sport you fall in love with the offense the people who are looking at this article about the gold glove winners could care less about their offense getting all this offensive flavor text because let's move on to shortstop here jeremy pena of the houston astros quote if it wasn't enough that pena introduced himself to the wider baseball world with a huge homer in the 18th inning of game three of the al division series against the mariners following that up with al championship series mvp honors against the yankees the 25 year old has now added a gold glove award to his resume I am now more than half the way down, halfway down the paragraph, just to get to them talking about any form of defense. We're here to actually talk and discuss the defense. If you're looking, if you seek out this article, if you seek out the gold glove winners, we don't need to be introduced to these guys as much. And we don't need to be introduced to their offensive numbers. You're entirely right. Why do they care more about the offense? 
than they do the defense. Like, even if you want to put this stuff in there, I get it because, like, you know, for the maybe for the out of market fan who only watches the in market games, you might not fully know these guys. And, like, if these guys are like superstars winning it or if it's the good role player, because that's, you know, there's a difference between these guys. Like, you know, you're not going to um, call, and I could be absolutely uh, slandering this man when I say Raymond Urias isn't like a, like, all-around star, but he's not the guy you're pointing to to say, hey, that's an elite offensive player. But great defender, and, you know, that's how you tell, like, the difference between, like, the role, the defending role player and the superstar winning it, you'd like to know. And so maybe that's where you bring in the defensive, the offensive stuff. But we could legitimately cut that first sentence out and move it to the bottom of that paragraph because they go into the whole thing about how he enjoyed Joe's uh, Carlos Correa and uh, Roger Metzger um, with these Pearly Lies Sports Bureau. He's the first rookie to win, rookie shortstop to win a gold glove. Couldn't that be the lead? Might that be the lead, Brandon? Like, I don't know. I'm only in my third year of a journalism minor, but that seems like the lead to me. Seems yeah. like it. It's just maddening that it's, you know, it's the sellout to this. Uh, it's, again, baseball loves to sell out to the new the new market rather than keep the existing one happy, which, you know, it's one thing if you're trying to grow into things. Like, it's one thing if this is like the MLS who's trying to grow an audience in American sports. Like, yeah, you kind of have to, like, you know, keep things to get make it interesting to get people into your league. Your major league freaking baseball, your job right now is to keep as many people as you can. And you're doing a piss poor job of it. I'm sorry for this rant in the middle of the show, but that was frustrating to me. Well, the, the one positive I'll take out of this is that I do think Jeremy Pena and Ramon Arias were deserving of their awards. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um and again, I mean no disrespect to Ramon Urias with what I said there, but um yeah, these these are great calls. Um would I've liked to see Xander get it? Yes. But at the end of the day, I cannot fault a single thing that Jeremy Pena has done this year and there are there are no other American League shortstops that I can remember in the past five years, I'll give myself to really have accurate in good judgment. There aren't many shortstops that I necessarily would say deserve this in their rookie year more than Jeremy Pena. Like, I think he's probably the, be- the best one to have done it. No. Yes, no. Yeah. I agree. Well, the greatest baseball player of all time, Stephen Kwan, gets the left field gold glove. Very happy. Another rookie in there. His teammate, Miles Straw, snags center field. And my guy, Kyle Tucker, gets the right field gold glove. Um, any thoughts here, LJ? I think the two Cleveland guys were very good choices. Unsure about Kyle Tucker. I have to look at the stats again, but very. No, I think Kyle Tucker's solid. I don't think it's all that impressive a 
um, field for the American League uh, right field spot. I mean, Max Kepler's good, but it's not anything. And yes, 12 outs above average is excellent. But I don't think he did anything insane out there, if that makes any sense. Like, especially, I don't know. But for, that's from my standpoint. I don't think it was as – it's closer than the numbers make it look between what how I would grade Kyle Tucker defensively and how I'd grade Max Kepler defensively. I still stand by the fact that had Jackie Bradley Jr. been playing every day right field, he wins this award easily. But obviously he wasn't, and he wasn't for good reason. So that's that's how we get to this decision. Your pitcher is Shane Bieber. Um, let's see what he did this year. He had 32 total chances, one error in 200 innings pitched. Sure. That's a good yeah. one. Um, and your utility player is DJ LeMahieu. Very happy. First time Yankees have had two gold glove winners since 2012. Um, this is pretty Mickey Mouse because it's just an added gold glove. But we'll no, no, I would, no, no, don't call it Mickey Mouse. Because, again, if this was the NL, I think he'd be, you know, he would still be competitive for it. It's not his fault that there is not a good group for the American League this year. Yeah. However, if anything, this is payback for the fact that when you are a utility guy, when you are a super utility guy, when you're a guy who's going to be in the lineup every day, he's going to play multiple positions, you always get the short stick in these nominations. So if anything, I see this as payback long overdue for DJ LeMahieu, who's always been consistently a great defender, but has not gotten the innings at second base very often to get him into those nominations or to get him the, the win when he did, did get nominated. So now, that's four gold gloves for him now. So very happy for him regardless. He probably deserved more at this point. And I don't have an, a single issue with him getting the utility spot here. No, not at all. Um, all right. How are we looking on time? LJ, how are you doing on time? How am I doing on time? I could do one more topic or we could save the coaching carousel till tomorrow. Let's save the coaching carousel till tomorrow. Real quick, two-minute prediction. We've got game three tonight. The Phillies changed up their pitching after the rainout last night. We have Ranger Suarez now on the mound instead of Noah Syndergaard going against Lance McCullers. LJ, two minutes, go. Um, No, this is going to be – look, Lance McCullers has – has shown no signs of struggle when rest days uh, show around, screw around. You know, you have seen that with guys, especially when you were the scheduled starter for a game like this. I think they'll take a game three here. I don't think this is necessarily a guarantee for the series that just because you go up two to one, of course, but Lance McCullers is by far the better pitcher here. I'm not sure Ranger Suarez has Ranger Suarez would have to put up the game of his life tonight, which you, you always want to in the World Series, but for him, it's a necessity for him to be in a good position to actually compete with Lance McCullers. As for the rest of the series, I think the dynamic and the power is now 
back with the Houston Astros because that rest day means a, a lot, right? Because doesn't that push the rest of their rotation up quicker too? Well, they will be. They announced already they'll be throwing Christian Javier for Game Four and not Justin Verlander, which I was a little surprised by. Okay. Well, either way, though. Look, I, I still would say that the control of the series as it stands pre-game is with the Astros, mm. even though, even with the split at home. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, I really wanted to watch uh, Cindergard in the World Series last night. I thought that would have been just a really cool story. He still could get an appearance um, at some point, maybe, but um, it will be Aaron Nola tomorrow in Game 4 versus Christian Javier regardless. Can't wait to see this atmosphere in Philly tonight. Um, they've been waiting long enough. Um, should be super fun. Um, it's the World Series. Come on now. It's always fun. Um, yeah, not much. Very excited. It's the World Series. It's there's always a lot to be excited about here. Well, Absolutely. thank you for listening. Check us out Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, MLB Daily Pod, and we'll see. See you manana. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.